What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manerfeld. On the mic with me, Robert Stangler and Nick Budig. NL West talk today because that division is pretty crazy right now. We've got an unexpected team, two teams in the mix that we knew were going to be there, but maybe not where they're at. So uh, we're going to break it down and maybe dive into the success of that mystery team. Before we get into all of it, Robert Stangler, Nick Budig, how's it going, man? It, it's going good. I mean, I'm excited to talk some, some West. I uh, got some, like you said, crazy stuff going on, so we'll see what kicks it off. Probably uh, Robert Singler tearing a new one into Fernando Tatis. Nick is always Whoa. excited. Can we just say that? I am excited. I think it's he's playing joy. us. Joy yeah. to be here. Yeah, joy to talk West. to you guys. This is, uh, this is definitely one of the hottest topics in the game right now. Yeah, it definitely is, and that's because the Giants are somehow four games up in first place over the Dodgers. The Padres are seven what? games back. Uh, what? Giants are a team that I feel like we had talked about all season long as a team that we thought was going to fall off. They just haven't. They have not. So we're going to get into what their secret sauce might be this year. Uh, but just want to remind you, we're on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. We're also on social media at Stitches Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And our email is thesitchespodcast at gmail.com. That's thesitchespodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's start off with the Giants because they are the talk of baseball right now. They are 71 and 41. They've won seven of the last 10 games. Uh, just when you thought they were going to kind of fall off, they haven't. They've gone hot again. And even the Dodgers, who made the big blockbuster trade at the deadline with Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, haven't been able to catch up just yet. Uh, Robert, I'll I'll throw it to you first. The Giants have surprised everyone. The most surprising team in baseball. What is going on? What has been their secret sauce this year? Well, I think they're using an old formula. I've been reading this book through Earl Weaver, a former manager for the Baltimore Orioles, and his success is hitting the three-run homer, and as we know, the Giants lead the majors in home runs, but also platooning and having excessive starting pitching. And the Giants have done exactly all three of those things. They're one of the best teams when platooning right. I know the Rays are up there as well. But I think to an extraordinary extent, the Giants do it so well. And of course, they're starting pitching Anthony DiSclefani, a healthy Alex Wood. I mean, speaking of health, this team just continues to stay healthy. That's something that really separates them from the Padres and Dodgers. The Dodgers had Mookie Betts on the shelf, Corey Seager on the shelf. Those are two iconic players last year for them in their World Series run. So, to me, the Giants are a very, very good team with their starting pitching, their platooning, their hitting home runs, and they just don't miss a beat. And they don't have to rely on their bullpen like a lot of other teams because those starters are so strong in innings. And I think that's really helped them be successful this season. Yeah, the, the injury thing is really surprising. We were having this conversation in our chat earlier today about you know you're talking Kevin Gosman and Alex Wood are two injury prone typical players and Gosman's coming from a bullpen role with the Reds into a starting rotation and he has been really really good um now they do have an injury to DiSclefani but it's their first injury to that rotation you know significant injury to that rotation all year that's probably the only team in baseball that can say that to be honest. Pitcher injuries are everywhere. It's unavoidable. The Giants somehow have uh, avoided them. Uh, they have some injuries. They've had some injuries to Posey and Longoria, but you know, other than that, Robert, like you said, just 
super healthy, and the players that they signed are uh, have really contributed and stepped up and had some career years. Uh, Nick, what do you uh, kind of make of this Giants? I mean, it's it is kind of like we're. I mean, it's hard to to stay committed to them. I mean, they're at seventy wins, first team to seventy wins, and we talk about injuries. Um, where I mean, it's we're still waiting for, like you said, those 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 pitchers you listed off, waiting for those guys to get injured. Um, and they they have had their injuries. They're they're they've had thirty one guys on the injured list this year. That's second only to the Milwaukee Brewers, um, with guys who have been on put players that put on the injured list. So they've had their injuries, but I think it does does preach to their their ability to platoon. They have about four guys or eight guys they 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 kind of platoon and play around with uh, with with the lefty righty matchup. Um, and so I think that's been their kind of their saving grace is is just it's it's not the deepest of line, lineups, but it's how they how they use their depth is what helps them. Um, and I think platooning is like like Robert brought up is has been a huge strength to them. Um, and it's I mean, the starting rotation, they've been healthy. And like you said, it's it's their injury prone guys. Uh, so see if they can maintain it this year. But I mean, they're they're a winning ball club and 70 wins this year. First team in baseball to do that. So. It just a kind of to me. It's still a wait and wait and see thing. If this if this bullpen or this rotation can last throughout the the quote unquote dog days of summer coming up. The uh, the the guy I want to talk about in that lineup is Chris Bryant. Uh, they just traded for him, and he's been one of their best contributors. Surprisingly, we kind of gave him a lot of flack when uh, he was going through that slump with the Cubs. But uh, you know, he's come out of the gate pretty hot for them. Thirty four plate appearances. He got a homer, three eighty two on base percentage, and eight ninety eight OPS. Uh, much better numbers than when he was with the Cubs. Maybe he just needed to get some fire under his belly. Uh, that's sometimes what guys need. Robert, you like to say that a lot when there's right under that something belly. like that. Yeah, something like that. So, so Bryant is uh, has been has been really good for them, and that was a good move by the front office. And you know, in a division that had a lot of moves with the Dodgers and the Padres, it was necessary. And so, uh, what surprised me about this Giants team is how smart the front office has been. Uh, they have made, you know, like I, I, we mentioned before, a lot of career years from guys you wouldn't expect to uh, step up. Uh, we talked about that rotation with Alex Wood, Kevin Gausman, and Scafani. Guys that you would not expect to be aces, and they're all having great years. Uh, Lamonte Wade Jr. is one that has surprised a lot of people. Obviously came over from the Twins for Sean Anderson, who has been DFA'd by two teams this year already, I think. And uh, Lamonte Wade's him. and Lamonte Wade Jr. is now a uh, the leadoff guy for one of the be- for the winningest ball club in baseball, uh, playing le- right field and platooning a little bit, but he's been playing almost every single day, uh, whether it be in right field or maybe some first base in there as well. So they need his bat in there, and you know this is a guy that Twins could have needed, but that's another conversation. Uh, the Giants just made smart moves, and it's paying off, and they're in a position to win the division, and if not win the division, get a wild card spot. Their chances are very likely at this point, and it's awesome to see. Baseball needs – this is why baseball is great. You have the parity um, that you don't see in other sports, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Luke. Uh, there's a guy like Austin Slater. I've liked him forever. I know the numbers aren't going to jump out this season, but he does have nine stolen bases. He has one of the best arms in the outfield. And you talk about that platoon role. You get him, he's really good against lefties, not so much against right-handers. He strikes out quite a bit. 
But if he finds a, a role somewhere in the postseason, he's going to be a valuable asset because, again, this is a guy who could do so many different things on the field, and I just think that's very important in uh, crunch time games. Uh, what do you think about the Giants in the stretch run here? You think they're going to win the division? We've got, you know, we're talking less than two months left here to the playoffs. So get into your crystal ball out a little bit. I want to hear your thoughts. No, I don't think they do. I still think the Dodgers are going to win. Uh, Mookie Betts is starting to get healthy, and we've already seen since he's been back, he's been tearing the cover off the baseball. And Corey Seager is going to be back. He they have him is. back already. Yep, and yep Trey exactly. So he's already yep. back. And you add Max Scherzer into the mix. It's just deep. You don't know, obviously, the situation with Trevor Bauer, but that doesn't even matter because now you got Scherzer. And they still have prospects that can come up if injuries happen. I know Tony Gonsolin has not been great. But there will be something there, and they, they just find ways to win. The Giants, they are, they're deep in their farm system as well, but they're not like their guys are not there yet. I think it's one of the most underrated farm systems in all of baseball, but it's just not there depth-wise yet. They're about a year or two away, and this team's only going to get better in the future. I would say, realistically, it's going to come down to their bullpen for this really big run, and if the starters don't stay healthy and they have to do a lot of work, that bullpen might get exposed. Yeah, you mentioned the future of the Giants is pretty bright. So the fact that they're making a run this early is impressive. And, yeah, I really don't think we're going to see Trevor Bauer at all this year. Yeah, I, Even if he, you know, isn't convicted or whatever the legal process looks like, I don't think the MLB is going to let him go without any type mm-hmm. of suspension. I think there's going to be some type of suspension. We've seen it with other players where even if they weren't, there was any legal recourse, MLB still handed down suspensions. In fact, I think... Every suspension under the domestic violence policy has, uh, there hasn't been a criminal case. It's been MLB investigating and handing down suspensions. So that leads me to believe Spower's going to miss some time, and we won't see him this year. But it, like you said, it, it doesn't really matter when they got Scherzer to replace him in that rotation, and they also have a bunch of depth. So oh, they got I, Duffy I, and uh, Hamels too. I forgot to mention that. I mean, that's yeah, that's just unbelievable. <laughs> so I think yeah, the Dodgers definitely are gonna i i don't think the giants are gonna hold on to this thing but i do think that they could beat the padres we'll get into that but um yeah i think giants are gonna lose steam a little bit we keep saying that we'll see we'll check ourselves but nick what I do think, you think i i mean I, i'm on the same boat i think it's gonna be tough for the for the giants to just to to keep winning especially into a team like the dodgers that made such such big moves such headlining moves we saw trey turner in his first first game with the Dodgers just be an instant spark um so it's I mean we've been betting against them all year I still I, it's still tough for me to see the Giants holding out against a team like the Dodgers that that's been there before they've they've held off the Padres last year when they're looking so hot but uh I, I still give it to the Dodgers and winning that division Robert what were you gonna say I forgot no it doesn't matter okay. that's fine. <laughs> it happens we've all been there yeah. all right so the Padres, they're they're a team that has really over yeah. underwhelmed this year. You know, they're sitting at sixty five wins. They've got a lot of injuries. We talked about the injuries of the Giants. It's kind of the opposite with the Padres with their rotation. And you, you're talking about some of the moves they've made that haven't worked out. Uh, namely Blake Snell, who's been absolutely awful this year. And uh, but, you know, you Darvish and Joe Musgrove have been good. So uh, the Padres, what's kind of the, the thought there for their season so far and kind of what the rest of the road looks like, Robert. Injuries, 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 mm-hmm. injuries. Lamette, 
jeez, uh, there's just so many to even go off of. But Lamette to me, is the biggest one to even key on because of how good he was last season, had the best slider in baseball. He's not even existent of this season. They tried to put him in the bullpen. It wasn't that great. He was okay. And it's just been downhill since. They have not had consistent, healthy guys, and it continues to trend that way. Even some of their bigger names, Tatis Jr. with his shoulder, you got Trent Grisham's always on and off on the IL. It's just a continuously thing for them. They're so lucky to have Jake Cronenworth, who's healthy and can play multiple positions. I think that's why they really want Adam Frazier as well when they got him from the Pittsburgh Pirates, multiple positions because they know about their injury health. So guys got to step up. Tatis Jr., we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit more, I'm sure, here, but he's going to be possibly in the outfield now. And Nick and I alluded to that at the beginning of the year. We said with all these injuries and his consistent error makings, at shortstop, it's time for him to get transitioned into the outfield because he has such good sprint speed. Do you think that that uh, there's some concern there with his arm and maybe his injuries in center field? Because you know I don't have any numbers to back this up, but I feel like it might be a little more taxing position for injuries. No, I think center field arms are overrated anyways. I, I mean, it's, it's nice to have a good arm in center field, but I just think it's more about covering ground. You're more worried about him sliding and diving and hurting his shoulder and running into the wall. But, you know, these similar situations happened with Bryce Harper when he was in the outfield. He got a little aggressive when he was younger, and he was obviously running into walls. They just got to calm Tatis down and tell him, hey, you know what, you're so vital to our organization. We'll have you do some certain things, but we're not going to go all out, and this season might be a tricky one for us being seven games back right now. I'll be honest, I'm surprised they're even bringing him back this early. You know, I am too. That's shocking, too. To they're me. saying it's within the week, right? So Yeah. that That's really surprising me. I would think they'd want to hold him out a little bit. I know you know, they, they still have playoff chances. We're not saying they're out of it or anything. But, you know, you're talking about a franchise guy. And this team is really set up for next year with all the injuries they're, yes. they're getting back. You know, yeah. namely Mike Clevenger. And, you know, you hope – is Lamette out? Do you have Tommy John? I think he's out. So he he's, might be I don't out. think he's had Tommy John yet, but no, I think he just had a forearm strain. Morjan's out. Adrian Morjan was a big one being the yeah. year. Has so like you, you got to set yourself up for success yeah. here, and yeah. you know it, it's getting pretty close to the time that um, you know, they got to consider shutting Tatis down for the year. But if, yeah. he, if I think if he gets hurt one more time, you're you're not talking about him coming back at all, mm-hmm. and uh, it just scares me a little bit. We know center fielders. Uh, you know, in Minnesota here, don't stay too healthy. So <laughs> yeah. oh, you put Tatis out there, who's already injury prone. That's a good point. You don't really know what's going to go down. Yeah. Nick, what do you think the Padres? Um, I th- well, staying on the Tatis thing, I think him moving to center field is such a big ripple effect to that outfield. Uh, I mean, Trent Grisham's already a gold glove center fielder. So, I mean, they're going to put Kim at shortstop most likely, and he's more than likely, I don't know if he will win the gold glove since he's played multiple positions, but he's a gold glove defender there. Uh, but Trent Grisham moves from center field. He's a gold glover. So it's it's it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. They already have Fam. They already have Myers. Does he turn into to, to that weird utility guy that can play corner outfielders and corner infield positions? Um, it's it, they are thankful for all that all this versatility they have on the team with like we said Cronenworth and all that. But it just it's so interesting to me to see what they're going to do. Tatis moving to center field mid season. We saw the Indians do that with Rosario before the season even started, and they, there was growing pains at the beginning of the year. So we, we know shortstops are athletic. We've heard guys like – we've seen Turner go to center field. We heard his story potentially could have gone to center field. Obviously, they're they're athletic enough to do it, but can they make the switch midseason? There's so much more to center field than just being athletic. Um, so that's my concern. And like you said with the Tatis, if he gets injured again, they're only three games up on the Reds for the wild card spot. So there's potential for them to even miss the playoffs this year, uh, which would be a huge, 
huge bummer to them because um, a lot of people had them winning the division over the Dodgers, to, and to have them miss the playoffs in general would be would be a scary thought. But I mean, if Tatis is out for the year, he's their big bopper, their big sensation, and I, it'd be scary for them to miss the playoffs. But like you said, they got a bright future. They got tons of prospects still. They got guys coming back, so they're in a really tough spot. One more injury to Tatis or or really any other their guys, I think, would be a be a blow to their playoff chances. Do you say uh, Kim? You think a little shortstop? I mean, that's. I think that's the best best I think bet. They I know Cronenworth. Cronenworth's going to hold it down still. So I'm sure. They're, I'm sure they're going to do a trial and see what happens. I would. But. I would think Kim's playing kind of that super utility role. I think he'll yeah. stay there, which is unfortunate because Robert, you notice he's been playing some really good defense. So yes, yeah, phenomenal. I think he deserves a shot. Yes, and he's getting better at hitting fastballs. Even though that video might have not justified as it goes against everything I believe in, but. Uh, yeah, he's what, hitting home fastballs run, That was now. a fastball yes. right down the middle. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we, we gave you crap on that, but, but it was you know, he he did what he's supposed to do on a fastball right. down the middle. Right, right. Yeah. That's what we kind of we give you crap for that because there's not a lot of hitters that can just do that. Right, but the fact that he's hitting high fastballs now, he's starting to adjust, and he's young, and there's going to be a pro- there's obviously going to be progression. There's downsides and upsides, and so far he's definitely getting better, and you can tell with his glove, he's already adjusting at the major league level in defense. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yes. Uh, I like him. I just I think he probably deserves some time in the minors, but I think that he was promised major league time this year, and that's why yeah. he signed with the Padres over any other team, even though there was no clear shot at a starting role. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see. He he would have definitely started on most teams uh, if if he got what he asked. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of teams were saying, let's put you in AAA for a year, let you adjust, because he's still 25. So yeah. it's it's good to see him. He's starting to adjust, and I think if he gets regular playing time, we could see him really blossom. We just haven't seen the best of Hassan Kim yet. No, not even close. Nope. Mm-mm. And and interesting. it's it the uh, the Padres bullpen is actually pretty good it's too. It's phenomenal. It's so, it's so really good. it's so good. Even they have a squad that if they make the playoffs, I I would be kind of scared to face him because yes, you know Blake Snell's had a rough year, but Darvish and Musgrove have been good, and Snell in the playoffs. We saw what he did in the World Series. He can pitch all right. So they'd be a scary team to face in the playoffs, I think. They just got to try to get there. And Tatis has got to stay healthy, and they have to help him stay healthy, I think. So, All right, let's uh, wrap things up. with the. Do you have something to add, Nick? Do they have any guys coming back from the – because they have a couple guys on the injury list for the bullpen too. Let's see. Aquila and – Man, their injury list is like – Hudson. Completely broken. It's totally thrown me for a loop. I didn't even know how many guys were Daniel in there Hudson is hurt. So I think he's on the COVID IL. Yeah, I think he is. Oh, jeez. That's another big arm. Uh, Keona Kayla. Ke- oh, yeah. He, Tommy John. John. He's out, yeah. Jeez. There's a lot of Tommy Johns here. Jeez. Yeah, they might be done. I don't think they have anyone coming back. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't realize how many Tommy Johns they've had. Paddock, maybe. He's got oblique, but that might be a while. Seven pitchers with Tommy John. Yeah, you count it up. Oh, my They're 40, man. So, uh, yeah, the Padres, injuries, but, I mean, they're still sticking around. We'll see what they can do here. All right, let's go to the Dodgers. This is the big boppers in the division. Still four games back, uh, of course, but they've made some huge moves. And now they've got Trey Turner and Corey Seager back in the same lineup. They've got Max Scherzer in rotation. Uh, I, I, it's weird saying what's going wrong with the Dodgers when they are, you know, still really good, only four games behind the best team in baseball record-wise. But what is kind of held them back i guess from taking this division robert 
It's injuries. I mean, look, Cody Bellinger, Betts, it's, it's, those are superstars. Corey Seager, imagine not having those three guys in your lineup for a month and a half. That's exactly what's pretty much happened. They haven't had all three of them together. Now they're all starting to get back. This is a lineup that produces with those three guys. They're vital, and Bellinger has been awful this season. Yeah, he's hitting mm-hmm. his home runs, but he looks like Christian Yelich the last couple of years. He's just lost. I don't know what happened, but it just seems like he's – in between on sliders down and in, and he's really only making contact on the high fastballs. And then when he makes contact on the high fastballs, he relies on it for his production. And you just can't do that at this level. So he's in a complete funk. And even though he's hitting home runs and people are like, oh, he's back, he's back, he's not back yet. Yeah, I think I think Bellinger's one of the big things for me, just how just how bad he is. I mean, he's been he's batting eighth, he's platooning. We talked about him in the chat a little bit, but him and I mean him and Yellick going back MVP candidates and seeing how far they've fallen Bellinger probably a lot worse than uh, Yellick but uh Betts being out like you said Seager being out injuries have just been the problem Kershaw just got put on the 60 yeah, day that's right. um so it's it's it it's a lot different rotation than we thought I mean Scherzer Price are, are in that rotation this year or uh, right now and so uh not kind of what we were expecting coming into the season we thought the the, the rotation was going to be a, their their steady point but just injuries i what robert said it's it's uh it's something to be uh to be thankful that they that they're getting these guys back yeah kershaw on the 60 days that's a huge blow i didn't see that so he won't be able to come back till maybe early september Mm -hmm. yeah i think duffy got moved there too but you kind of have to expect that with kershaw at this point unfortunately back Mm -hmm. yep and well this is a forearm Oh well, but he's been hurt a lot <laughs> in general. And then Danny Duffy, yeah, that's a, that's a hurt. I mean, they kind of they didn't give up a lot to get him, but I don't think they expect him to be out this long. No. So we got Cole Hamels too, which is interesting depth. It, it's just crazy to tell to think like the beginning of the year telling me the Dodgers were already pretty stacked, but then they added you know Albert Pujols and Max Scherzer, <laughs> and they have David Price, they have Kershaw, mm. they have. Bauer, they have signs and MVPs man. everywhere. Prime names everywhere. Just yeah, names, names of our childhood and then Jesus. names of new folks. Yeah, um, new childhoods. You would well, think like, they're the favorite. <laughs> I feel like, I wouldn't say childhoods. Pujols is childhood, but, you know, like the David Price and Scherzer are past their prime at this point. So, so our middle-aged years, our teenage years, Nick, how's that? That's better. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. We got that cleared up. I like that one a lot more. Um, but I, the Dodgers, they're going to do what they do. I mean, they're just. I'm looking at their roster resource right now, and they have you know Billy McKinney, AJ Pollock, Albert Pujols on their bench. I mean, that's better than a lot of benches out there in the National mm-hmm. League. So mm-hmm. that's even with all the injuries that they have. Uh, I'm not too worried about them. We didn't give them a lot of love in our preseason predictions, unfortunately. But Nick, you gave them some love in our midseason our informal midseason review. Yeah. Uh, I just, if they can't keep guys healthy, I don't know how they make a run in the playoffs. So, and this has been their, their issue every year with the Dodgers. You know, they put it together last year in a shortened season, but we're talking 162 games this year, and they have really not been able to put together, you know, a complete season like that in a long time. I mean, they're still the third best team in baseball. Yeah. And so it's it's not like they're they're doing terrible and then it's like they're falling off. So I, I still think even with these guys coming back, I think there's a huge run in the making. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. I just think their bullpen 
is so mix and match. It's so weird. They, it seems like every day, other day, they just have a guy go on the IL or something in their bullpen, and they back, just aren't yeah. getting consistent bullpen guys. And, yeah, their stars have been phenomenal, but, like, that bullpen needs to be sustainable. They need to know what they have going into the playoffs, and it just seems like guys just continuously get hurt in that bullpen. Or they don't produce. Mm-hmm. Like, Rotterdam's been hit and miss. Yeah, he's been pretty I mean, bad. You know, like, there's just there's so much there. Like, I like this guy, Mitch White, a lot. I think he's a starter yeah. bullpen guy who could maybe slot in that rotation if more injuries happen. But then what about Tony Gosselin? He came back, and he was terrible. He started. Is he in the pen now? I mean, what are the, the Dodgers to be their bullpen is the biggest problem, and that's why I didn't pick them to be the favorite to go to the World Series because I just don't trust that bullpen. I really I think don't. they just they just have so many of the of of the classic Kenta Maeda profiles in the bullpen. I don't think they have a true bullpen re- guy right now that's going to be come out in the seventh or eighth inning and, and shut down the the middle of the lineup. They have so many guys that could come in, go three or four innings, or do a spot start here and there, but it's it's the guy like Gratterall that they expect him to be that that huge setup guy, the the potentially elite closer in the future that just hasn't done it, hasn't been there. So I think that's been the issue, just just the the mental side of who's going to be our, our our big guy and and no, no one stepped up to be the big guy in the bullpen well their big guy was jimmy nelson and he went to the 60-day il he had a sub two well, yeah. era and he was absolutely phenomenal but we all know about his history with the brewers he gets hurt all the time they got exactly what they needed at the beginning of the year with him and then as soon as he got hurt he was out and then the team had to shift with their bullpen and it's similar to Dustin May as well. They were hoping Dustin May was going to start, and then he got hurt. And I thought he was going to be really good out of the bullpen, getting close to the playoff time, and he's out for the season. So, I mean, yeah. the Dodgers, again, we talk about health. It's the biggest issue in the NL West. Yeah, and I think Guerrero hasn't been healthy all year. I don't think he's mm-hmm. been right. I mean, he's chucking 102, but he's missing that a lot. Yeah, it doesn't and, say a lot all the time. you know, these days, throwing 102 doesn't necessarily mean as much yeah. uh, unless, unless you're hitting your spots. So, uh I, I I still like him a lot. I just think this is kind of a lost year for him. And mm-hmm. you know, Jansen's been just inconsistent. He'll ha- you'll have flash of his former self, and then he'll lose it some nights. So I think that's a big thing that I don't think they addressed a lot this trade deadline, to be honest, mm-hmm. and something that they probably should have. Um, yeah, I don't like them in the playoffs, but they're gonna get there. They're gonna get yeah, there. Jansen's whip is almost one point three, but his ERA is a three one two. That's crazy. Yeah, that sounds a like a bad closer. Yep. Yeah. Or a cl- fringy, closer that gives you heart fringy. attacks. Yeah. Sounds like fringy. a a Diaz one. Yeah. Fringy. A closer that gives you a heart attack every yep. night. <laughs> Pretty much. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know if I have much else to add about the uh, the uh, Dodgers or any of these teams. Honestly, uh, I just think this NOS is going to be fun to watch for this year, and it's been fun to watch. Like we predicted at the beginning of the year, is going to be the uh, most interesting division in baseball, and it has been. The East has yeah. been interesting, but for the wrong reasons. The NL East. Uh, and then every other division has uh, been... The AL East has been fun. The AL West has been two-horse two race. And then the AL Central's Central... have been terrible. The Central's have been garbage. Walk away for the Sox. NL West <laughs> has been the best division so far, and I expect it to be that way for the rest of the year. So be a fun stretch run. Anything else to add? Nope. I'm just glad that a lot of us weren't on the hype for the Padres this season. Yeah, I don't think any of us fell. Did yeah. any of us fall for that? No, Wait. I don't think so. Not for a division. I mean, we no. picked Dodgers to win. I think we got them in the playoffs, but I don't think yeah. we picked well, them. Well, I mean, that's pretty understandable, though. I don't think we were on the World Series. I think Series. wild card no. is a lot of what we picked. Yes, which is which totally respectable. Still I think. could happen. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Second spot still. They're mm-hmm. still in it. They're still the second mm-hmm. spot. So yeah, they're the just Reds are they're, the Reds are kind of on their yeah, heels. Yeah, I can't imagine the Reds bullpen 
taking it away from them. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. They have to get real hot with that offense. Yeah, Votto's been carrying this nice stretch they've had. Unbelievable. Yeah, Votto been, of all Unbelievable. The he's gotten a lot better. Turned this into took the Christian Yelch approach, turned to a power hitter. Right? Crazy. Of all the players. After 30 years of the league. Love it, man. That's what I was hoping for. Now he's really seizing the moment. And he's he, I'm, I like him a lot now, too. Crazy. All right, well, we'll be back next week with some more baseball talk. Thanks for tuning in this week. As always, we'll be here every week. Uh, we're on all your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your audio, you can find us. We're on social media at StitchesPod on Facebook and Twitter, and our email is dstitchespodcast at gmail.com. All right, talk to you all later. Take care.